just the other night, I was watching a movie. And the scene was a fun little scene of a cowboy chasing a herd of buffalo for no other reason but just to have some fun. And there was playful music jingling in the background. And this cowboy chases the herd of buffalo down this little hill just out of sight. And then the music fades into minor keys and gets a little darker. You begin to hear the foreboding beat of the drum. And in a flash, that cowboy comes racing back up the hill being chased by some Indians. That's kind of how the end of John chapter 5 verse 9 functions. You hear the forebeating beat of the drums in this verse. Now that day was the Sabbath. Here we have had just this wonderful story of healing. What a great day. Unless that day happens to be the Sabbath and unless there were Pharisees lurking. And there were. So will Jesus have a response to them? Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. The healed man runs off and apparently runs into a herd of Pharisees. And the only thing they can see in this man is that he's breaking one of their laws by carrying his mat. They don't see the smile on his face, the joy in his heart, the pep in his step. They only see one thing. He had broken one of their man-made rules. And the man tells them that the one who had healed him told him to walk and carry his bed. Surely he must have some sort of authority, right? And all of this leads to this statement. This is why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. So what religious law was this man breaking? The once lame man was carrying his mat, which in the minds of the Pharisees was a violation of the law to rest on the Sabbath. God instituted the Sabbath law in the Mosaic Covenant as a way to refocus the minds and hearts of the people of Israel. Stop your routines of normal, everyday work. Don't think about how much money you could make or how much money you're not making right now. Focus your attention on me. Trust me to provide for you. That was the Sabbath law. But the Pharisees took it to extremes, creating all sorts of tedious laws. So for instance, if it was the Sabbath day and you went outside and you spit on the ground, if that spit landed on a rock, then that was perfectly acceptable. But if it landed in dirt then you would be breaking the law because that would be considered farming. And it goes on and on from there. So the Pharisees see this man carrying his mat, and they condemn him for breaking their interpretation of their man-made Sabbath laws. This is what we call legalism. What exactly is legalism? Well, I like how James Dobson defines it. Legalism is the establishment of standards carefully selected by people for the purpose of celebrating human achievement under the guise of pleasing God. These standards usually come from culture or traditions, uh, and most often the personal preferences of those who maintain positions of power and influence. And the reason God hates legalism so much is because it tries to throw a blanket over His grace and work in order to elevate a man-made righteousness. And here's the deal. When you try to keep all the rules and laws that others set for you, you will become depressed and dry because you can't fulfill all of those laws and rules all of the time. You will fail. This is why when Jesus looked out over the crowd at one point in His ministry, He described them as harassed. And this is why He says, Come to me, all those who are weary and heavy laden. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
The yoke of legalism is impossible to bear. It will kill you because you can't fulfill it, and it causes you to put your hope in what you can do. But the gospel tells us to put our hope in what Christ has already done. Today, when you pray, please pray for Hannah McClellan, one of our missionaries in Mexico. And also remember the Jarai Life Word broadcasts in Vietnam and Cambodia.